Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Vodka Melonade. I uh, gotta say, I'm so sorry for missing last week. It's kind of like a sorry, not sorry kind of a thing. I honestly just needed to take a little bit of a rest. I was so, like, socially depleted last Saturday, and I usually record on that day. And I thought, okay, well, let me just relax, you know, rest up. And then Sunday came and it was like even worse. Like I just needed, I just needed to just be in my own vibe, not talk to anybody, not see anybody. Like, and it sounds so bad. Like one day of being out in the world, like completely just, (laughs) but you got to understand I am a huge homebody. Like I like to go out sometimes if the mood strikes but I just like to go out and like you know maybe try a new restaurant or if there's like a particular activity I want to do and we just have like one spot to go to like I don't like to just go out to be out anymore like walk around somewhere window shop browse like I don't like to go to the mall anymore <laughs> like and I was already leading up to being this way but the pandemic really just I mean I get my groceries delivered I get my clothes delivered I I abuse my Amazon Prime account like everything if I can just avoid having to do like face-to-face interaction like I will do it <laughs> and I'm just waiting on Trader Joe's to get on Instacart and then I'm literally set but it was for a good reason um last Saturday I actually took Blue's oldest and his 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 youngest as well I took the boys um shopping uh his oldest is going to prom it's that time of year he's a senior he's getting ready to graduate and he's a little bit behind schedule getting his prom stuff but you know Blue is just was really really busy and you know I don't think prom is like a super huge deal to him so I just wanted to you know just step in and just do what I could to make sure that you know he was happy and you know he got what he wanted and he's looking and feeling good for prom so we um blue dropped him off with me on Saturday morning and uh yeah we hung out we got we got some breakfast and we went downtown LA now it's not like we went to the mall or we just went to one store like we went to like the hustle and bustle of the fashion district in the Santee Alley and if you're not familiar with the area it's just like you know like I said like the fashion district it's an area of downtown where they just have like these vendors that just they're just stacked on top of each other you know in this one little 
multi-block area so it's like clothes and jewelry and shoes and uh, little restaurants and little street carts and I saw some girl she just bought a rabbit I don't know where she got that from so you can get your hands on a lot of different things and they're affordable and you can kind of haggle a little bit and get a good deal and you know it's a really interesting area but it's just so crowded parking stinks I mean you're just elbow to elbow with people and like a year or two ago I definitely couldn't have done this but I'm you know I was I really wanted to make sure that you know we found him something good and he had his mindset on going to this area so I I made it work <laughs> um it I mean for really at the end of the day like in hindsight it worked out like we went down there I google mapped and like google earthed uh, the parking the best parking structure I could find and it was like 20 bucks for all day and you know it was like valet and they just you know put your car somewhere safe in the structure and um, the place that we got his suit and stuff from it was um, like right around the corner from parking and then the tailor was right around the corner from where we got his suit so it, it really just worked out but you know just kind of just be, like I said just being around like a bunch of strangers and you know the loud noises and the hustle and bustle and like walking around like I just I hadn't done that in a while and I know it doesn't sound like a lot but I tell you I love being at home I love being at home with no bra on relaxing in my ac and just in my own zone so it just it was more mentally draining than anything else and i think that was the most important thing like i wasn't like sleepy or super tired but like my brain just needed to like be shut off for like a day so i definitely just didn't have the bandwidth to come on and do a show so i do feel bad for missing it but we got everything for a uh, blue junior <laughs> and you know he's he's gonna look great for his prom and you know it's another reason why I was so busy down there because there's a lot of people shop shopping for prom right now and um, but it was definitely worth it and it was just nice to spend time with them you know and uh, continue to get to know them his oldest like I say he's about to graduate he's 18 and then his younger brother he's 15 so he's wrapping up ninth grade right now so he still has a few more years to go but you know, when you think about dating someone with kids, you think like toddlers or like elementary school age, but they're teenagers and they're pretty set in like their personalities and, you know, you can't just like buy them a stuffed animal and they're gonna just be like, oh, I love you. You know what I mean? So it's, it's different. It's good though, because you can kind of just, you know, I'm just keeping it, keep it real with them. Just be myself. Just not that I wouldn't be myself if they were younger, but I mean, you know, you could just kind of level with them. You know, you don't have to, you know, censor too much. They're really bright, intelligent, quick, sarcastic, which I love. And, um, they're just kind of, they're just a blast to hang with, but it was just so interesting to see that side of things where you know I'm just thinking back to when I went to prom and <laughs> like I just I mean I don't remember how much anything costs I was just like 
I, I like this dress. And then I think um, my mom and I, we went to go check out the dress at this store and they didn't have it. So we had to make another decision. And I just, I saw this dress, this red dress. And I was like, that's it, that's it. And I don't remember her saying anything about like, oh man, I don't know if we can afford this or like whatever I needed for the prom. Like I don't ever remember her saying I couldn't get something or we'll see or you know what I mean it was kind of just if that's what you want you know she she wanted me to be happy and I know that goes a long way towards why I'm like kind of spoiled today but it was just interesting working with blue and getting these things for uh blue junior because (laughs) um he's not like that at all and he you know he's he'll obviously they're well taken care of they don't really want for anything but when it comes to something like buying an outfit for one night he just doesn't understand like paying a bunch of money for that like to him it's just like it's just prom like he's not gonna wear this again but with me it's like you know just get him exactly what he wants like it's a once in a lifetime thing he's gonna look back on this you know because they did go shopping before we went on Saturday and I think with getting everything like shoes the jacket like the the tie the shirt the pants like everything it was going to be like 600 something dollars and when he told me I was like okay like let's do it and he was like I can't justify you know paying that much just for something like just for one night like he couldn't wrap his head around it but I was talking to my mom we were both like you know let's just let's just make it happen for him but we compromised with going downtown to see what we could find and I had no problem you know getting him what he wanted I was just like don't worry about the price babe like you know I got you it's fine just try it on if you like it you know let's 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 go for it so took care of that and um yeah but it it was it was it was just funny because it's like obviously I'm not like their mom mom I'm like you know, I'm, I'm dad's friend. I'm, I'm their friend. I'm, you know, still getting to know them, but to just be out with them and be responsible for them. Like I was like, dang, I was like texting my grandma, my mom. I was like, dang, kids are expensive. <laughs> and you know, like you gotta, and it's funny cause blue brought them on Saturday morning and he was like, yeah, um, they actually haven't eaten yet. And I was like, oh my God. So <laughs> I mean, just feeding three people, you know, I mean, just, I don't want to sound stupid or naive. Like I thought having kids was easy and cheap. Like I didn't think that at all, but you know, just in a day of just making sure two teenage boys are like fed and watered, (laughs) it was like, oh my God, like how do people do this just like all the time by themselves? Like that's, I just have a whole new level of respect, (laughs) whole new level. And it was just for that day. But I mean, it, it was fun. It was really fun just getting to know them better and you know just get a little insight into these young men that blue's been raising by himself like it was just really really nice to see and you know I felt like a true like kind of mama like figure when I was taking them home because they live in the valley and I was taking them home and it was a little bit of a trek like before we hit the freeway (laughs) um they were knocked out in my car like snoring and drooling and I was just like oh my god and they didn't wake up till we pulled up to their place so I was like man I remember that it's just there are just days where I swear I was just a teenager myself yesterday and flash forward to now and just spending a day like that it was just like wow but it also really put into perspective you know the, the idea of really having kids and it's just 
I don't know. It's just really looking definitely like something I absolutely want to do. <laughs> definitely, possibly, absolutely. <laughs> no, it just, it just, it seems it, it, I can see it. I can picture it, you know, I can, I can really, I can really paint that picture for myself after a day like that. Like I've already, I'm already leaning towards that, but that was just, it was just enjoyable to me and I know it's it's gonna be much harder and I missed the diaper stuff and the you know the daycare stuff and the the real hard actual like baby rearing part with these two but you know I feel like just seeing the outcome of the parenting that Blue has put in so far with them it's like yeah I can I can get on board with that and bring some more little humans into the world with him and you know do that same thing so that's just kind of where I'm at with that so yeah it was a really good day it was it was mentally draining not them just being out in public and you know talking to store shop owners and being out in the sun and you know honking horns and babies crying and all that so but I'm back and I've been chattering on about why I missed why I missed the show for the past like 15 minutes but I wanted to give you guys a little explanation in case you were wondering but um and if you were appreciate that and welcome back and spending time with them and you know thinking about having kids and paying for kids and taking care of them and all that it just it was making me just reflect on my own childhood and like to this day like my mom I mean she calls me spoiled at least five times a week and (laughs) and I always like boomerang it back to her like well you made me this way I am the spoiled Frankenstein you know I'm Frankenstein's monster like you made me like this and everybody else so (laughs) I mean you know take a look at the mirror there but (laughs) I mean I always say like, yes, I was spoiled, but not rotten. I mean, as I've gotten older, like I feel like, you know, I get on their nerves or whatever with like just them doing for me. But I don't think I, I don't think I'm like a worse person for it. Like, I don't think I'm not independent. I think I need help sometimes. And I feel like growing up, I, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I just wasn't really told no a whole lot, but I also don't feel like I was one of those kids where I was like, I want this. I want that. I want that. Like, gimme, gimme, gimme. It was just, I don't know. It was, it was it just all kind of flowed together. Like I didn't really ask for much cause I didn't really want for much. And I know my mom, you know, she worked really hard to make sure that I was happy and taken care of. And, you know, I had the things, a lot of the things that I wanted, but definitely everything that I needed. And, you know, my grandparents were there, my aunts, my uncle, you know, and as I got older, my cousins, like it was just, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had it made in the shade. I was the first granddaughter and the first niece, like for a long time, I was the only granddaughter, only niece up until I was like 20 something years old. Um, but by then it was fine. But growing up, it was just me. And what can I say? You know, I was, it, I, I had a mate. That's all I got to say about that. But being with Bloom and seeing how he raises his kids I think they have a few more like restrictions than I did growing up I mean you know I feel like my mom if it's makes things easier more convenient faster more efficient 
makes things stress-free like she'll and to this day I will pay whatever because if it's gonna make us happy it's gonna lend to an experience and like I said it's gonna be convenient to do so like we're gonna pay the money but I think you know with Blue especially because he's not an only child he was raised with siblings and you know he had a lot of responsibility at a young age I think he's just a little more tight with stuff that's spent stuff that's bought it's like do we really need this or where can we get something like it where can we get something cheaper where me it's like if I wanted it really wanted it you know within reason obviously I just kind of got it and I guess I didn't really think about it till now but I feel like that would spill over into how I raise my own kids you know like when I was a kid and Christmas or my birthday rolled around I remember laying in front of the tv and just like as the commercials would come on for toys and stuff I would sit there with like a pen and make out a list of stuff that I wanted and I didn't even think when I was making the list that okay which which of these do I really really want it was just I knew whatever I put on that list I was gonna get and that's very that's that's such a blessing to have been able to do that as a kid and you know but not all kids are raised that way all some kids it's like okay well what two or three things that you really really want we'll try to get that we'll see you know but that really wasn't the case for me and looking back it's like wow like <laughs> my family my mom really made that happen and I you know I absolutely adore you for that mommy seriously because it's I mean it was it was a charmed little life and it's funny because I always think about this story when I was in preschool um around this time my grandfather if you guys don't know he uh worked for CBS he was one of the first black newscasters um at CBS um for many many years until he retired and at the time our uh CBS was doing not an ad but they were doing a like a campaign I guess to bring awareness to hungry like homeless children (laughs) and when you're doing something like that it was going to be a billboard when you're doing something like that you're not gonna you don't really want to go and get real impoverished kids and like put them on a billboard and then send them back to the orphanage or whatever where they came from like that's a little much so what do you do you go ahead and you get little models so I don't know how it came about whose idea it was but I was chosen and I remember my friend at the time Emily she was chosen and we were taken to the studio to get these photos taken to go up on this billboard and I remember going and um, my mom had me like all clean and cute and my hair was parted all crisp and clean and I had barrettes and and little bubbles in my hair and I remember like just hazily I remember someone having to undo all that and kind of smudge my face with like makeup to make me look kind of like like it was dirt or whatever it's kind of messed up when I think about it but this is like 1990 something so we did all that took our pictures and it went up on a big billboard for CBS um somewhere um like off of Crenshaw And I want to say like Crenshaw and Wilshire, that's to my recollection, that's where it was. And we have like a a photo of it somewhere at my grandma's house. But I was on this billboard and 
there's there's a story that always comes up a friend of the family he was in a car going down this street with his friends and he happened to look up and see my billboard and he I, I believe he had his friend like kind of pull over so he can get a good look and of course naturally eventually he called my family like is that Melanie on that billboard little Melanie and they let him know like yeah and they're like man I told my I told my friends that I know that little girl on that billboard and he said man she's not homeless she's not hungry she's got everything but the pony and that's like a running joke now like Mel's had everything but the pony she's got everything but the pony and I've sworn like if I do a memoir one day for whatever reason I'm gonna name it everything but the pony (laughs) and I just I don't know it's just like a funny thing so I mean, it's just kind of true, you know, I didn't want for anything. And I was very, very fortunate and very, very blessed, you know, to, you know, only be part of a campaign for something like that for for kids when there's so many kids who aren't that fortunate. Um, you know, and I, I definitely I don't think I ever took it for granted. I mean, maybe as far as like a kid's brain can go, it was taken for granted. But definitely as I get older, and I comprehend and think about the idea of taking care of children in the future. And I think about, you know, my childhood and how happy and healthy and comfortable I was. <laughs> um, I just I just appreciate it. And I definitely want to carry that forward. Um, and I almost think it's kind of good to be with someone like Blue because I think he's going to have me rein it in. Because I think as the generations go on, you want to do more for them and you want more for them. So I think he's going to keep me from like going completely overboard, completely overboard. Um, and it's <laughs> another little anecdote that I remember I was thinking about um, what I was going to talk about today. And it just kind of relates to like growing up, just having things and, you know, I don't know, like we weren't rich or anything, but you just never know how it looks to other people, you know? So I, in elementary school, (laughs) I had a huge crush on this boy named Chris Carter and we had a field trip. I think we were in, must've been in fifth grade. So we had a field trip to some beach And I remember we were like on the bus and, um, you know, everybody's excited to get there. I don't know why we were there. Probably, you know, obviously for some kind of educational purpose. But I remember vaguely like being on the beach and goofing off with him. You know, as you do when you're little, you want to be around your crush and play around. And we were playing this game where, you know, we were just kind of trying to – get each other to step in the the upcoming waves on the shore so we're like you know pushing and running away from the water and trying to get the other one to step in the water whatever so I guess I won the game because he ended up getting pushed kind of and stepped into the water and I remember he got so so mad at me so obviously he stepped in water so his shoes and his socks got really really wet and in hindsight I'm like well if you're that worried about it why were we playing anyway but anyway he he he, I remember he looked at me and he was like fuming and he's like 
I have to walk home in these shoes and now they're all wet and gross and not everybody is rich and gets picked up by their rich uncle in a convertible every day. And he like threw that in my face because at the time, occasionally, it wasn't even every day, occasionally, my uncle, who was, you know, young and hip and cute and cool, he had this red convertible, I think it was a Corvette, maybe, and he would sometimes come to my school and be out front with the top down and pick me up and take me back home. Sometimes. I didn't even know he paid attention to that. But it was just so funny to me. That always stuck with me how he was like, oh, now everybody's rich like you. And I'm thinking, we're not rich. Like, you know, what does my uncle having a convertible have to do with me? You know what I mean? But I guess it's just all about perception. But what's funny about that is that Chris Carter grew up Um, to be drafted to the NFL. So who's rich now? I'm sure he's been buying shoes left and right. I don't think that's any problem. I'm sure he ain't walking nowhere. (laughs) Okay, I think it's time for a good old fashioned tarot reading, guys. I haven't done it the last couple of times, I think. And I think I'd like to get into it for this week, especially because we're about to get into June. I can't believe May is already on its way out. And yeah, let's get some messages for the next week ahead and maybe some things that we can just take into the beginning of June with us. I believe the first is, is it on Wednesday? I think the first is on Wednesday or Thursday, probably Thursday, right? So let's go ahead and clear our minds. I'm going to ask the universe to provide me with three cards as usual. Just give us a little insight any messages you think we should know give us some clarity into the next week some things we can keep on our minds and our hearts this week thank you universe for three cards give these a nice little shuffle let's see how quickly on mic we can get these three cards out let's see here oh okay there goes one Thank you, universe. Can we get two more, please? Two more. Thank you. There's one. Can we get one last card, universe, to give us some messages into the next week, taking us into June, June 2023. What's some general messages we can take? Oh, thank you. There goes the third card. Okay, what do we have here? We have the Page of Swords. We have, ooh, the Tower. And we have Ten of Swords. Ooh, what's going on this week? All right, let's get into it. Okay, so first up, we have the Page of Swords. And this card is full of uh, a lot of energy, passion, and enthusiasm. Um, When this pops up, it can mean like, you know, maybe you have a new idea, um, new plans, some things that you want to put in place for the future. Um, You may be about to start a new project, pursuing a new approach to to work or maybe you're going to be learning something new maybe you're about to start school Um, but whatever it is you're really fired up about it and you have a lot of energy behind it and you're kind of feeling like the world is your oyster right now like you can do almost anything and you can this card is like yeah what's up you can do this now the only thing is is that you have all that passion and, and 
and energy to start it, but you need to be able to sustain that. Um, like all page cards, like page of swords, page of hearts, page of cups, excuse me, whatever it is, these page cards are always the beginning. Um, it signifies the start of something. And with a lot of things, the beginning can always look promising, but you need to kind of follow through with that to keep up the pace. Now, um, this card pops up when you start maybe um, adopting a new way of thinking. So a new idea, a new perspective, maybe you're getting some new knowledge or something. Maybe you're testing out a new technique of doing something this week. Um, you know, a thirst for knowledge is, is really like a big thing when it comes to this card and having a curious mind. Um um, you're kind of like in an exploratory phase of whatever it is you have going on and mistakes are going to be made, but your curiosity makes you really eager um, and ready to learn from any slip ups that may come up. Um, this card is also like a really big card of communication. Um, maybe you're going to be uh, exploring different ways of expressing yourself um, and, and communicating your ideas and your opinions. Um, you might be drawn to public speaking. Maybe you have an engagement coming up this week where you're going to have to speak to some people. Maybe you're thinking about writing a book, uh, uh, starting a blog, starting a podcast, or maybe just beefing up your social media. Whatever it is, maybe it's just a realm that you're looking to explore further. This is a good sign um, that that's going to be something that that you're successful in. Um, this is a sign of being a natural communicator, ready to take the next step and share whatever message it is you're trying to get out there in the world. You should definitely go for it. Um, it's a sign of just moving ahead with whatever new project you have waiting in the wings. This card is literally screaming, go for it, go for it. Um, accept any challenges that come your way. Not everyone's going to be thrilled with what you're starting. Haters going to hate, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, go ahead and follow your passions and go wherever your true energy, um, you know, and passion lies. Um, this is a card that's just encouraging you to move forward, get those wheels in motion. Don't let anybody set you back. Don't let anything stand in your way. You're the only thing in your way. All right. The next card that came out was the tower card. And this card is no joke. It's literally, it depicts a tower that is crumbling down to the ground. It's a lightning bolt that strikes it. It's on fire. Everything's coming down. People are dropping. It's dark, stormy skies. It is a intense card, okay? And it's a card about massive change. It can be a little bit of a chaotic card. And I mean, this kind of a thing kind of signifies something that's going to come around, make a big change in your life, and it's going to shake you to the core. It could be spiritual, mental, physical, something along those lines, and there's no escaping it. You know, it's kind of like whatever will be shall be. And, you know, you just got to leave it into God's hands, the universe hands, whatever you believe. Um, just trust that it's going to be for a higher purpose. You know, maybe things have been kind of safe and comfortable. Um, and sometimes a moment like this can come around and kind of shake you up, throw you for a loop, but it's just there to make you stronger. Um, sometimes, uh, this tower moment moment is just like like a lightning bolt of just clarity insight maybe you're going to gain some information that's going to help you in the future but maybe it's going to hurt right now um, maybe there are some um, 
some things that have been hidden. Maybe some people haven't been forthright with you. Maybe some truths are going to be uncovered. That can be uncomfortable as well, but it could serve you um, better in the future. Um, it can leave you um, a little staggered and disoriented, and it can feel, you know, not so great when things come around suddenly and shake up your norm. But, you know, sometimes the best way forward is when things are crumbling down. It's just to let it do it. Let it do what it's going to do and just rebuild and refocus after that. I mean, you really have no choice when something's coming for you that's kind of in a divine way. There's not too much you can do about it. But just trust that life is happening for you and not to you. And everything is for a reason, you know, any seeming destruction, you know, it's just going to allow for new growth and for you to emerge better on the other side, kind of like the Phoenix, they rise from the ashes, right? Now, thankfully, this card isn't always like this mass destructive card, like associated with pain and turmoil and strife. But, um, you know, if you're kind of more in tune with your with yourself and in your life and you're kind of like more in like a spiritual zone this can kind of indicate just like um, an enlightened spiritual awakening or a revelation um, this may just be like a little bit of a warning that some cracks may be forming um, and whatever it is you have going on and this may just be a little heads up to take action before things start crumbling down now it's really interesting that the last card we got was the ten of swords because this card kind of doubles down on the tower card this card is about endings <laughs> um relationship endings job endings broken contracts um it could even just be a card about broken trust between you and someone else um it's often comes out of the blue and it can definitely rock your world and it's unexpected and it can cut you to the core. Um, and it can definitely leave you feeling like everything has crumbled around you, just like the, t the tower card. Um, it can cause you to kind of go into a little bit of a, a shocked state. <laughs> and it may have you kind of feeling a little powerless and, and hopeless. Um, you know, maybe someone betrayed you and maybe you had that stabbed in the back feeling and now you're reeling from, you know, other people's actions. Maybe someone cheated. Maybe, you know, there's a colleague you have an issue with. Maybe there's some issues with a family member um, and pain from things like that. It can cut you deep, not just because it's hurtful, but because maybe deep down it kind of marks the end of a situation or relationship as you knew it to be all along and that can really just leave you in just a really weird um in a really weird state now if nothing like that is going on you can't foresee something like that happening this week or in the month of june perhaps this card can indicate that you're kind of in a victim mindset maybe some things haven't been totally going your way and you're kind of in this hamster wheel of woe is me. Why does nothing ever go right for me? Um, you know, can can life get any harder? Like, yeah, it can. <laughs> so you want to be careful what you're putting out there um, into the world because, you know, things can always be worse. So don't don't get into that victim mindset. Again, life is happening for you, not to you. You'll be greatly served by just letting go.
accepting your current circumstances you know um, don't resist change allow it to happen even if it's painful even if it hurts you know just recognize that there must be a change to facilitate renewal again like that phoenix right uh, if you allow it to occur rather than fighting it you'll be better off okay now the ten of swords it there's like a little bit of a good thing about this card is that through all the pain um this is like the final ordeal when it comes from whatever source this is coming from um you know the hour that's darkest before the dawn you know um is it going to be easy no but is this going to last forever no so hold on to that okay anything that goes wrong this week or just at any point you know to the best of your ability pick yourself up reflect on what happened you know reflect on the why and then just think about what you can learn from the experience and i know this is easier said than done i am the first person to wallow okay <laughs> when things go even a tiny bit wrong i am a wallower before i am anything else so this is definitely something that i need to take into consideration as well but you know when you think about what you can learn from the experience it does help any pain fade um and it helps to be able to see the need for that to happen whatever it is because it can help you evolve to your fullest potential and at the end of the day that's what all of us should be striving for our, our fullest and greatest potential kind of a heavy draw this week so but you know life isn't all rainbows and sunshine and sun cards and heart cards and you know you're gonna win the lottery cards like i think this is just like a general thing we can all uh keep in mind um, you know, things aren't always going to go the way we plan, but what, what do they say? Like you plan your life and God laughs. Is that what it is? Is that how it goes? Something like that. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast from the bottom of my heart. I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.